0: you are listening to the park flyer podcast where we discuss our rc adventures
1: welcome to the park flyer podcast where we discuss the ups and downs of the new rc flyer join your hosts michael and jay as they take flight at the park now on with the
0: show hey everybody welcome to the park flyer podcast i'm michael from arizona with me always is my good friends, Jay from the
1: hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas.
0: All right, both Texas boys. understand it's been raining down there. Oof, yeah, a little mini flood. <laughs> it's flooding in North Carolina. It's flooding in Texas. Everybody's got rain but me. I saw a
1: Facebook meme <laughs> where it had two little cats sitting there with an umbrella on their head and said, Noah called. He said he'd be here in 10 minutes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now that was actually funny. <laughs> you got to admit. Well, uh, understand that uh, this week Mike has a new field. We mentioned it, I think, in our last podcast, right at the tail end of it. But, Mike, you uh, joined a new field there in Dallas. I did. Yep. And what's the name? And I heard of you uh,
2: braved the uh,
0: the elements to go out and
2: yeah, I did that, too.
1: Yeah, week. it was spitting a little, but I decided that, you know, that wasn't any worse than I've had in Alaska in the past.
0: Sure. So,
1: uh, you know, there was some clouds and maybe a little bit of water coming out of them, but... Not a, <laughs> a little bit. Not, two cats. Not, not enough to stop me from flying. So, what'd you take? What, you 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 take out what did I fly? Yeah, well, I flew yeah. the best choice for water, which was my dragonfly. This is my amphibian. Ah, but, there you go. Yeah, so it was good.
2: Dragonfly AK Polaris AK. AK yeah,
1: North Star, etc. Right, etc. Cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and every other name yeah. that's in the book, yeah, etc. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Great place. Now Good did
0: you, did you get to meet some of the guys or I well, mean were you the only one out? Yeah, there?
1: I was the only one out there. I mean, it was it was Alaska style weather. Only a little warmer, but you know, it was probably not stuff that you know, in Texas, they probably see a lot more beautiful days than we did in Alaska in terms of flyable light, you know, with with light days. Right. Um, granted, yeah. we get our beautiful days, but the light isn't there when I when I when I have time to fly. But here they probably see a lot more of those beautiful days. So when it spits like that, they probably don't fly as much, I imagine.
0: Well, I, I can understand that too because that, that has, you know, is the same way. It's 365 days a year you can fly here. Mm-hmm. So on the one day that it actually rains or it's cloudy or super windy, we go, yeah we're not flying today. We'll just do it tomorrow. So I, I, I can understand exactly. that. Exactly. From from that my point of view anyway. Yeah. So, what wow. well, is a little annoying, you know, for Texas because, I mean, for me,
2: I, I actually have a couple of planes that I've you know, got in and I've been wanting to fly, or I've just been edgy to fly. Right. Because it's gotten a little cooler. But for the past two weeks, it has been raining every day.
0: Well, so, that, that's good news, though, because you threw uh, grass seed on your field, right? Uh, Yeah, sort of. <laughs> yeah, here you go. It throws a little bit out there. <laughs> He had some in the back of his truck. It was just He just brushed it off. He probably ate some of it. Yeah, this no, actually would have been a, actually, uh, been a great opportunity. It, it turned green.
2: I, I did get out there and look at it, and, and actually I actually have to go out and mow it. So, uh,
0: Well, all that rain, I'm sure. You know who
2: I'm feeling out. sorry for right now?
0: Me? Doug LaRoy. Oh, why is that? Oh, yeah. Because he's probably in the middle he's of that deep. rain. He is in the middle of yeah, all that rain. Yeah, I,
1: have, I haven't heard from him, and uh, I, I imagine he's okay, because my brother is okay, and he lives in the same area. Uh, but uh, but at the go. same time, I imagine those guys are...
0: They may be far enough inland that they didn't get, like, really a whole lot of flooding. I have a nephew that lives down in Charlotte, and they said they got some rain but didn't get, like, massive flooding like some of the other guys did on the coast.
1: Yeah. Uh, my brother said that he had to go around there, like, to get to his work. He couldn't go the way he normally went. he had to go to a different right. way.
0: A couple of the low-lying streets got a little flooded.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Well, we're wishing you the best, Doug. We're thinking about you. So, uh... Hit us up on our Facebook page. Let us know you're okay. We can send you a floaty. <laughs> we'll send him a, yeah. A Park send Flyer him part of podcast of floaty. floaty. That's, a, that's
1: good, go. Jay. Well, will it, what will it be? Will it will be like a little cub, like a blow-up cub.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a little cub on floats. Uh-huh. That's a great idea. <laughs> a little,
0: uh, yeah, and you blow it up. I think I've seen one of those. We'll call the guys overseas and see if they can make one. It's pretty cool. Well, we're excited to hear uh, if you actually get out there with some other guys and fly around now that you're a member.
1: That would be good, uh, and, and someday yeah. that will occur. I just don't know when.
0: Now, do they have a website or Facebook page or something that you can check and see the weather? Or Yeah, they have a, I mean, do they meet on a regular basis? Uh,
1: out at the field, I don't know. Uh, in terms of meetings, there's meetings and stuff, and they are posted. Uh, I gotcha.
0: So you could always go to a meeting, and I'm sure you'd – meet some of the guys and find out when they're mostly flying. Yeah. I mean, like I have, I have a bunch of guys here that go out, you know, pretty much they pick a day of the week and they're out there all the time. Some of the guys that I've met, um, Wayne and a couple of the other guys, they, uh, they're out there almost all the time. So.
1: Well, I think, I think this, we're coming into my, my, my thought is that we're coming into flying season because, you know, it was in the seventies, when we were right. we were out there on Sunday, and it was you know I could still wear shorts and and feel okay even though the sun wasn't out you know it was it was all good. Oh right.
0: Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So, well today uh, we're talking about new airplanes. I think Jay got a couple. I got one. Did you get any new airplanes, Mike?
1: No, I, I mean I I have the new airplanes what, that build that I, any. I, I had the new airplanes that Jeff I got from Jeff.
0: Oh, so you're still building? Yeah, I'm those. still working on, them, but I haven't I haven't worked. So on technically them. they are new to. They you. They are new to me. They just haven't come out of the box.
1: That's yet, correct. Right? So they're new. <laughs> Ish.
0: Yeah, new-ish. They're new-ish. Uh, yeah. Did you pick one to actually focus on? I did. Or? I
1: just haven't focused on it. It's that one with the twin EDFs in it. Ah, uh, the twin yeah. EDFs.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of EDF, I got uh, a new EDF myself, actually.
2: And why did you do that, Michael?
0: Peer pressure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not from me. <laughs> I didn't pressure you into Say it. it no, so. no, 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 no.
0: Uh, you know, I, I have to say that normally the peer pressure comes from Jay, but I think <laughs> I think Jay. Well, because you know, Jay's like, oh, check this out. He sends me stuff, and he's been my plane broker, you know, for most of this time. And so if I see if he sees something, which he ha- he did. Okay, I, we're going to talk about his airplane, but um, he decide- he found a really good deal on an ASW twenty eight glider, and he sends me this and says, oh my gosh, this is a great deal. You get all this money off. You should go ahead and buy it. And, of course, he always sends me this stuff late at night when I'm sitting in front of my computer, tired, and I look at it in in big red letters, only two left in the world. You better buy it now. You know, that's usually what it says because my eyeballs are burning and I really should be sleeping. So I went ahead and bought it. Unbeknownst to me, during the ordering (laughs) process, you have to input your phone number. It's one of those required items. Why? I am not sure. It, it's new. It's new because it just did it to me. I just did an order uh-huh. and it, it stopped me and
2: said, hey, you got to put your, your phone number in. Okay. Well,
0: well, I did not do that. So as a result, Jay got his in about three days. Three days. I didn't get mine in three days. It never showed up. I couldn't figure out why. I sent Jay a message. I'm like, what the heck? You know, I order from this company all the time. It's Banggood Hobbies. We'll give him a little plug there. But uh, yeah, you know, I didn't get anything. It was like a week later. Next thing I know, it turned into two weeks later, and so finally I sent an email and uh, got a reply. It said, oh, you didn't put your phone number in there, so we held your order. Uh, in the meantime, the two left in the world are gone, and now I'm on the backorder list. <laughs> so.
1: But at least you got it for the price that you bought it for.
0: I did get it for the price that I bought it for. I have no idea, though, because it says in little you know, words down in the bottom there that... Um, out of stock not really sure when the new stock's coming in so i'm not sure if they were getting rid of that particular model and they just dumped it at that price or if they're actually getting rid of the warehouse you know what they had in the warehouse so that they're getting their new orders in because this is a version two right jay yeah it's a version two right so they had a version one and now they have a version two and it has the wheel and the bigger cockpit and that kind of thing so anyway, I'm a little disheartened there, but at the same time, going back to my original statement of peer pressure, uh, we had Spencer on a couple of you know week uh, weeks, and uh, since he is um, living in my neck of the woods, I think he and Jay had a little conversation while I was on break, <laughs> and he and Barry now put pressure on me to get stuff. So, they,
1: so you're uh, saying Jay calls Barry and says, "Hey." Why don't you call Mike? No,
0: he didn't have to call him at all. He just put the he just put the little uh, the little bug in their ear about hey, if you want to get Mike to buy something, this is how to go about doing it. And now both of them are like emailing me. Oh, so like So I get these texts and emails. Oh my gosh, you should get this. Everybody's
1: got like a checklist so, now of what to do. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Basically, yeah. how to spend how to spend Mike's money. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Effectively.
0: <laughs> that's what we're trying. We're, yeah, faster yeah. than he can make it, by the that's, way.
1: So that's <laughs> what I saw on the internet bathroom wall.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Uh, you so, are so lucky. Yeah, I you know. So I am, right. lucky to
2: have friends like us. Uh, what can I say? Go out of our way to give you such good deals from around the world that we find to share with
0: you I know and our f- other flying buddies. Well, and that's just the way it works. And I appreciate it. Don't think I don't appreciate it. I mean, wh- but, I mean uh, this particular time I will tell you that uh, Barry, we've mentioned him several times before, he's a friend of Spencer and I. And he got a new yellow aircraft F F fifteen. Uh, I'll post a picture of that on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, in case you don't know. Jump on there, give us a like, give us, you know, some feedback. But I'll post a picture of what it looks like. Spencer's standing there with it. It's actually taller than Spencer. And Spencer and I are about the same height. Well,
2: you guys sent that picture. You sent me just a little text, with you know, picture, and sent it to me. And, yeah. and the part was there was nothing that I could, you know, use for a reference.
0: That's correct. You thought it was a GWS airplane. And so I looked airport. at it and
2: I go, what is this, a GWS model, <laughs> uh, you know, Exactly. What What are you showing me? And then he showed me another picture, and I think it was like next next to to the pool pool. table or or over the pool table. (laughs) It was next to a pool. pool. Yeah. And then I went, "Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) This is not little foamy GWS."
0: No. Anyway, it's a it's a big turbine, yellow aircraft. I think it's eighty nine inches long, so from tip to tail, it's uh, yeah eighty nine inches. Because I'm six foot one, so that's what seventy three inches, and it's it's a little bit of further above my head. So anyway. He uh, was fly He was building this or putting it together, trying to get it ready to maiden. And I was kind of toying around with the idea. Okay, what you know, I my my A10 is you know being put back together. I got the parts for it. I'm sticking it next to you know putting it back. And and I was toying around with getting another one. And he said, Hey, you should get the F15 from Motion RC, and that way we can fly the little one before we fly the big one. Um, so yeah, it wasn't too long before.
2: Well, I, I thought, I thought F-15 it was your uh, F-18, the demise of
0: your F-18. And that was that, that was part of it, yeah. So the F-18, yeah. um, you know, I had a StarMax F-18 that I bought probably five, five and a half years ago maybe. It's been a while. I mean, and I had a custom-built 90-millimeter uh, fan for it. And I, I never, Jay and I tried that thing. I, I tried to maiden it. You know, Jay tried to fly pistol. it. Everybody, we tried several different times to get a thing airborne, and it just wouldn't work. So finally I told Spencer about it. He, um, you know, kind of looked at it said, all right, well, let's try it. I let him fly it because I thought, well, if it crashes, it crashes. You know, it's crashed like every time we've flown it. Spencer actually got it up in the air and flew it around a couple times and, uh, and landed it. But he pretty much told me that because it had been <laughs> crashed so many times and the landing gear wasn't really up to speed and it was just going to be a rough flying airplane from here on out. So I decided to pull all the guts out of that and replace it into an- another ninety millimeter jet, and so I was toying around with which one to get. <clears throat> Motion RC had some, um, what do they call those? The uh, not the ARFs, but the uh, the pluses. That version. Well, they're called ARF Plus, so they come with the servos but no electronics.
2: Oh, the servos and the gear. Right. But no, but power no power plant. plant. Right.
0: So anyway, they had one of those. They had like three of three of them left, and I. I was toying around with the idea, and so Barry put the pressure on me. He'd go, yeah, yeah, get that one, get that one, because then we can fly the little one and the big one, and you know we'll have a good time. So I did. I bought the F uh, fifteen, and uh, long story short, we try. I tried to put everything together, and the uh, the air brake didn't work. So it came with you, a burned you, out motor. I mean,
2: so just to put the plane together. All of five minutes, right? I mean, those uh, plans are yes. It actually took more
0: like about fifteen minutes, but yeah, it, it didn't take very long. I mean, it came with everything already assembled. The only thing I had to do was put the wings on and the tail. So, and all of that was done with via screws. So no so gluing, just, uh, nice. No, there was actually surprisingly enough there was there was a tiny bit of gluing, but the gluing was for. Um, the uh, what do you call it? the the per- not peripherals but the uh, you know the little pedo tubes and that kind of thing, antennae. Antennae, yeah, that thing. Embellishments. That's what Captain Mike says. The embellishments. <laughs> the embellishments. We're gonna embellish it. But that was the only gluing that I had to. Everything else uh, had a screw. Two screws for the main wings. Uh, four screws for the tails. The two stabilizers and two screws for the um, elevons or el- elevators. I guess they're called elevators. Because they, they we, I do have ailerons and elevators, so they're not mixed where they work together. They work separately. Right. Uh, it comes with a, <clears throat> it comes with a bunch of lights. So the lights were all working. I just plugged everything in. It was all plumbed for me. However, the the um, like I said, the worm drive because it's actually a worm drive that opens the speed brake. Uh, that did not work. So immediately, as always, Motion RC's great guys over there kudos to them so shot them off an email with a little video that says hey this didn't work when it came out of the box less than 24 hours later it was on its way and i got it probably three days four days later so okay. now it works
2: great yeah but you you do have a motion rc curse
0: <laughs> i know yeah my way, a10 right? had a gear that didn't work <laughs> and and you know what it's probably just me uh those i know those guys uh, sell hundreds and hundreds of units i'm not going to dog them because you know my product didn't work but you know, it, it, I'm sure it's probably somewhat, you know, exponential. You send out a hundred doesn't work. So it just happens it comes to me because I'm such a nice guy and I don't complain and throw a fit. I just tell them and they send me something new. So, Well, you know what? That says a lot about a company right there because,
2: yeah. you know, how many things have you ordered from, say, Hobby King? Oh, and it used that have would buy. Yeah, you'd buy, like, Blue Wonder Motors sure. or something and you'd order, you know, a handful of them. And out of that handful, one might not work, or right. it may die soon after. Or you buy the nine gram or Actually, the nine gram servos. I never had one not work, but you know, you buy something, mm-hmm. and okay, right. a month later it goes kapoey and you're like, well, I only paid two dollars for it, so who cares, you know? And it, and if you go to complain about it, you know, good luck if you if you got it. Well, back.
0: and that's true, and that's uh, I, I will tell you, Spencer and I were on the phone the other day, and and he he mentioned that to me that he spent quite a lot of money um, you know, well over a thousand dollars for a piece of equipment on his airplane and it worked once and then didn't work again and he's trying to, you know, work with the guy and not having as much success. So, you know, I didn't spend over a thousand dollars on this airplane. I think it was two hundred or three hundred dollars or something like that. But but still, I mean, you know, you spend your hard earned dollars, you'd want you you know, you want something to work and when a company has great service um, you know, just virtually, virtually, just sent an email. Uh, you know that said, "Hey, this wasn't working," and I mean, they had something in the mail right away.
1: I talked to the so, my, I talked to the warehouse guy at Motion uh, mm-hmm. RC. They mm-hmm. actually told me that they keep all the like one-off planes and they put it aside, and then they and they put your name on them wait for you to order
2: <laughs> i'm sure you did yes <laughs> he's gonna call sooner sooner or yeah later. just keep this uh,
1: barry yeah, called guy. me and uh, they said that, that mike's gonna be calling so that's how that works out
0: i'm sure and they know that i'm gonna be ordering extra parts anyway if i let anybody else fly my airplane so
2: hey joe where's that plane we dropped down the stairs in the elevator shed <laughs> exactly. Hey, <where's> that at?
0: <laughs> exactly so uh long story short um yeah i took it out and i have a um I set it up a little bit differently. I put the uh, spectrum receiver. It's an 8010T, so it's got telemetry in it and everything. Uh, and then I for- I forwarded the main uh, control surfaces to an Aura 8. So the Aura Ooh, 8 acts as a different. gyro. And then the um, telemetry and everything come off of that. So it took me um, you know, probably an hour or two to get all that programmed. Because uh, you have to have a PC, and I'm a Mac guy, and I had to go around and find someone to have one. Barry had one, so he brought it out to the field. So I threw everything in there, and there's a guy out there named Bryce. He uh, he helped me. Uh, he works for Flex Innovations. Um, and so he helped me program it, got it all programmed. And as funny as it is, Barry picked up my radio and goes, let's fly it. And next thing I know, he's flying it, and I'm watching. So Barry was nice enough to made my airplane. <laughs> Right as the sun was going down, so as soon as as you know, as soon as he flew his three minutes and landed and got it all trimmed up, I was going to take it up, and then it was just too too dark. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, that's well, you know, it works. So. Now you know how I, I did. It flew great. Now
1: you, now you know how all the guys at your field
0: feel. Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's My wrong with that thing? And I'll go out there and burn time. through three batteries. Okay, it flies great. And they were like, we didn't get to fly it at all. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. So, well. And then uh, while I was out there, I got to fly the F-16. I know we haven't talked about that, but um, I finally maidened uh, the F-16 that Spencer and I took several months to build. <laughs> <laughs> at least it seemed like months. It wasn't. It was just weeks, but... uh you know, we custom built the intake, did all that. I think we did a podcast on it with uh, Spencer. But, um, yeah, he and I flew it. He actually uh, took off because, you know, he's got 20 or 30 flights on his already, and it's his third or fourth one. And it so. was a good thing that he did, right? Um, Yeah, because we – you know, it was one of the things that – nothing against Spencer, but, I, you know, it's, I, I don't know anything about the airplane. He's built four of them. And so he was – Giving me a lot of latitude, I guess, is the best way to put it. So I went in there, and I I don't have a manual or anything. I just kind of looked at his, and so I put the uh, Elevons where I thought they should be, measured them all out. And um, it has an Aura 8 in it as well, but I'm using it as the uh, receiver and everything. So we put it all together, and he took off. Can you explain what, what you mean by that? Yeah, sure. The uh, the Aura Eight by Flex Innovations. If uh, you're not familiar with that, they're uh, it's a great company. I have several of them in some of my airplanes. But they they have a, uh, a it's called an Aura Eight, and it's it's actually a unit that will accept um, a Spectrum type satellite receiver. So you plug the satellite receiver, and that's what it uses as a receiver. So then when you bind it, it's actually um, a gyro slash receiver together. And uh, you can plug up to two satellite receivers into it and then use those um, as a receiver. And then the Aura will actually take care of all of your trims. It'll take care of your gyro. um, Mixing. Mixing. All of that's done right in there. So once you fly it and then get it all set up and you change all the parameters inside the computer, you never have to mess with it again, technically. At least that's the so way. So it's a little switcher.
2: different for like so you have a DX18 so you know Correct. super jeep fancy
0: bunch of buttons and super, stuff on the radio. Yeah,
2: lots of <laughs> buttons and switches and knobs <laughs> and things and, and 18 the whole thing them. was to learn how to program that and yeah. so this takes care of all you of You don't that. have to do anything in no. that radio in fact. Nothing at all. No programming. No mixes. No nothing. It's all done by the Aura, right?
0: That is correct. And then uh, okay. the trims themselves. If I like, if I trim it, then uh, I hook it back up to the Aura and I hit um, Quick Trim, and it will zero out all the trims on the radio and re and and reset all the trims in the Aura to be equal to zero. So whatever I did, you know, whatever Spencer did to trim it, now it's all set inside the Aura. So everything's Very back cool. to zero. So, yeah, I mean, it does really, really well. And um, it's got a what they call a quick check uh, for the gyro, and you turn it on, and then when you move the airplane, the control surface will go the direction it's supposed to go and stop. So, you know, you have a gyro, and you're flipping it around, you're trying to see if it's moving in the right direction? Right. Yeah, well, this one here, you just flip it, and it'll move in that direction and stay. So then you can go, oh, oh I moved it up, and it should have gone down. Well, that's correct. And then you recenter the... You can recenter it on your radio. You just move the control surface; it goes back to you know neutral, and then you do it again, and then see you know if you didn't, if you're not quite sure. So anyway, it's a great uh, product.
1: So I should use one of these um, Aura eights on my T one trainer foamy, right?
0: Uh you can if you would like. I mean, uh, your uh, obviously your uh, <laughs> your thing is going to be more, or uh, your your airplane is going to be less expensive than your receiver. I just
1: but. I just meant I just meant for like <laughs> counterweight. Because it wouldn't really help me, would it?
0: Uh, I mean, not for that kind how of How th- many control th- services do you have on your uh, phone? I you. think
1: two. Well,
0: I mean, kind of a waste of yes. $100. But, <laughs> yeah, I guess if you wanted I, to use it that I way, I think that's
1: could. what I'm trying to point out here is that really this is for uh, probably more advanced planes that have lots. What, how many channels?
0: Uh, there's eight on this one, yeah. eight full channels. So,
1: so oh. I mean, really... I mean, it, it's for a plane that, like a like a glider, uh, a full a full spec glider, or or you know, complicated planes that have lots of different surfaces. Yes.
2: Sure.
0: Or EDF yeah. or or, something, or an EDF you know? or whatever. Or or to be honest with you, <clears throat> this airplane, Four. believe it or not, or this uh, receiver, the Aura Eight, um, it has an extra port in it. It's called a S, uh, SDS XL or something like that. I have to look it up, but. I have a – let's say that you have an 8-channel or 9-channel spectrum receiver that's got the uh, XL port as well. You can just port over into the Aura, and now you just gained another 8 channels. So you For can – 16? So now you can have 16, correct.
1: With two Aura 8s?
0: Nope, with just one.
1: Huh? What? Huh?
2: So it, it kind of sounds like you're uh, – for uh, AK Mike, it kind of sounds like your uh, F, uh, FR Sky
0: radio, mm-hmm. where you could have up to 32 channels.
1: Well, yeah, but you're using SBUS for that.
0: Right. So instead of using an SBUS, they're using the SDXL. Okay. So it works the same. It just uses, instead of using that little bitty cable that your SBUS cable uses, this is a um, just a normal male-to-male servo cable, and it goes from... It goes from the output on the on the spectrum to the input on the Aura, and then you get eight more channels, basically. So if you had other stuff, you could flip them over there. But the Aura can <clears> – <throat> what most people do is they they take the um, the elevator, rudder, ailerons, you know, that kind of thing, and they put it on the Aura side of it so that it'll act as a gyro. Then you still have all of the channels on the um, – on the spectrum Three. yeah on the spectrum uh, receiver and you still have the four channels on the aura as well I get it It's a cool setup I mean I like it I have uh four of them now I think <laughs> and they're all set up kind of similar so But yeah anyway so it was good the uh the F16 uh to to go back to what you were asking me Jay is that uh, anyway I set the elevons up so when he took off uh, it was wanting to, he ran out of up trim. We we didn't Whoops. have enough up trim. So it was kind of a hairy, uh, uh, you know, kind of a crazy first flight because he was expecting it to just take off and fly normal. I had adjusted mine to look at what his was, but I didn't realize that his was just sitting on the wall, you know, or on the ground. It wasn't <laughs> totally correct. Uh, and so as a result, we had, uh, I had put a little bit too much down trim on it. <clears throat> and that was my fault because once again, you know, we we, we bent the we, we cut the um, the elevons back there to be more realistic, and so they were not they were they're at an angle as opposed to just being straight out like a normal elevator. They're at kind of an angle, so that little bit of a reverse dihedral or whatever you want to call it is you know kind of caused it to have a little bit more of a nose up or nose down attitude. And uh I wasn't aware of that, but he fixed it and when we got done he he was like, Oh, let's let's fix this. So we made little marks and got everything figured out. Oh, and then I tried to burn it up.
1: <laughs> like with a match or?
0: Yeah, somewhat. No, just with the battery. Okay. What, yeah. what happened? Jay, Jay's laughing at me already because he knows this story, but uh so while I was ordering parts on this, um I ordered some stuff from, you know, another company and and uh, they, they have fairly decent deals on the EDF stuff. That's usually where I, I order EDF um, materials from. It's called Ho- Hobby Paradise. Anyway, they had a uh, sale on the um, afterburner rings. You know what those are? The LEDs that go in the back, and they're you know you move your switch forward or move your throttle forward, and throttle. it lights up the ring. So they had a three-color uh, ring uh, that for this 70-millimeter jet. And I thought, oh man, this will be a great opportunity to see one of these. So it was fairly inexpensive, about eight, eight or ten bucks. And so I went ahead and ordered it with the other parts that I was ordering because I I had an EDF coming for that. And so I ordered it all together. Well, unbeknownst to me, the uh the way this thing works is that you split it into your throttle channel with your, you know, with the extra servo lead. Then in order to power that powers it and gives it the you know the brain to move different colors when you move this, the stick the power itself is coming from the balance plug of the battery and i'm using a 6 cell battery well thanks to this company i won't mention their name but the company that i bought the battery from all the wires on the balance plug are black and there's one red one so one red plug, five black plugs, or five black wires. One red wire, five black That doesn't wire. sound good. It's not good because the plug that they give you um, is nothing more than a servo plug with the two exposed uh, two exposed pins. So you're supposed to take the positive and negative and plug it in. Well, as every good, you know, warm-hearted American does, I look at the red and the red and say well red and red go together right i wouldn't plug a red wire into a black wire that's not gonna that's not gonna work that's true so i flip it in there i look at spencer i go this is supposed to go right and he goes yep red to red black to black and i shoved the two red together and nice blue smoke <laughs> <laughs> oh it was more than blue smoke man that sucker <laughs> heated up and it melted the wire from luckily it wasn't on the battery side it was on the you know the the afterburn ring side but it melted the wire both of the wires together from where I had it plugged in all the way to the controller board. And it, and it happened like that. Wow. I mean, it literally went so fast that, and I was like, yikes. And I pulled the thing apart. Smoke's going everywhere. Spencer's like, yeah, you're trying to burn my house down, you know? <laughs> and, uh, anyway, needless to say, I was not very happy with that. Cause it, I felt like it burned it all up. I just kind of wasted that. Then I found out that they actually include a, uh, an e, a UBEC to go between, you know, that particular plug and the, and the, uh, controller board so that you don't, you know, send too much voltage down there. Cause you know, it's supposed to be on a four cell and you're using a six cell. So I called Jay, told him what happened. He ribbed me and laughed and he was confused about why I was doing that. Cause he's like, why don't you just plug the two? They have a, you know, they have like little pins that keep it from going the right direction. So when I finally got online and showed him what we were talking about, he's like, "Ooh, you got to change that." <laughs> it was awful. That, that
2: was an accident waiting to happen because oh, yeah. once again, I didn't realize it was like you said, that servo lead right. type of thing. Right. So, it no matter which way you flip it, you know, you could plug it in, plug it in right the first day, the next day you plug it in backwards.
0: You Very know, true. It, true.
2: It it was not idiot proof. Let's let's put it that way.
0: Well, and the, and the, an to you know to, to kind of drive that point home once again, I bought, you know, obviously the new wires that go with it, a new controller board. Got it here. Walked in there. Took one of my old you know three cell batteries, four cell batteries. It has all the multicolored wires. Plugged it in correctly. Boom, worked fine. Throttle worked great. Took it out to the club. Now I'm standing there with this battery that goes in this airplane that's got one red wire. And I said, okay, so now I know that I I can't plug it into the red wire to red. It must be red to black. So while I was standing there with all the people, smoke, there it goes, burns up again. (laughs) So that was number two. And, you know, of course, now I've got a bunch of guys – kind of ribbing me about trying to burn the place the, down the again. part
2: i don't okay so with all of this I, I you know listen dude i've i've burned almost burned my house down a few times so i understand how it goes but i mean i know in your green bag you know your little uh, flight bag that you bring with you all the time yep i know in there there's a bright yellow multimeter
0: there is a bright yellow multimeter
2: i mean when you're sitting there going hey guys uh hey spence which way should i do this dude i I I would have thought, you know, the multimeter just when it came, oh, the multimeter, figured out which ways, what's what, and then I wouldn't have to, you know, think about it. And why weren't you here at the time? I know, man. See, because you didn't call me up and go, hey, I'm about to do this, Jay. I just want to point Uh,
1: out that um, in many instances where I've made a mistake, Jay is always right spot on after I make the mistake. (laughs) Captain Obvious. Uh, You know, that's it.
0: That is Captain Obvious. Exactly. Oh, by the so, way, Mike, now that you burned your house down, yeah. why didn't you just use your multimeter? You
2: could have done it this other way. Yeah. And I sure right. hope you had these guys for your insurance. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly.
0: And I might even Well, been- luckily there's a guy there's a guy out of the field named Bob, and Bob is kind of an electrical guru. He walked right up there and he's like, you don't you have a multimeter?" I said, "Yes." So he grabbed it and touched all the wires on the battery. So get this. All the black wires are Actually, I shouldn't say that. Not all the black wires. The very first black wire is the negative. The next four ba- black wires are positives, and the red wire is the highest positive.
1: Fun stuff. That's
0: that's what the battery. That's how the battery is, is you know. So you realize these are made in China, right? Yes, I are. know. I do. I they're I culturally that. different than us, and
2: on the other side of the world.
0: Right. So gotcha. Um, you know. I told Jay what happened again and he just shook his head and he's like, why don't you go just find yourself an old six L battery and cut the lead off and just put the pins in the lead. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. So I went online, ordered some of those, uh, went ahead and ordered another controller from, you know, the company and I got the box like a couple of days later. So I opened up the box and what do you think is on the inside of the box?
1: An adapter cable.
0: An adapter cable. That is exactly what I'm about to make. They included it this time because evidently that's been an ongoing problem.
1: Well, the fact that you ordered three (laughs) within three weeks probably is what told them.
0: Yeah, they probably so. They probably looked at it and went, oh, my gosh, this guy's ordering another one. We know what the problem is. This guy can't tell the colors, and so they threw one in. On top of that, they sent another uh, UBEC for me to put on. So I'm happy with that. I was able to put those on. you know it plugged right in as soon as i plugged it in normally uh, with the you know the adapter i didn't have to make the adapter and even though i have all this stuff to make another one uh, they were nice enough to send me one for a four cell and one for a six cell so i got two uh, i didn't request them i did notice on their website now that they are for sale but if for that particular order they included it uh, with mine so i appreciate it guys that they gave it to me but now it works great uh, the f16. Flies amazing! It has got so much power you would not believe it.
2: Well, all no, bec- it has a
0: lot more, like compared to. Oh, oh is, oh,
2: is
1: it like, all because yeah. of that ring now? That, that afterburner.
0: <laughs> yeah, I- it flies much faster because of the ring. Uh, okay, I thought uh, so. It does not fly faster because of the ring, but I will tell you that with that uh, acetate uh, cone in the back, you know, it's a, it's basically a tube that comes off of the EDF that focuses all the you know, airflow out the back. But it's a clear like acetate type stuff, and so the ring it goes through the ring, and with that kind of clear stuff, it makes this huge reflection. It looks great uh, rolling down the runway. Actually, in the air, it looks great too. So, uh, but it doesn't make it go faster. <laughs> so you you don't have the same power plant that Spencer has, right? Uh no. He has one. Uh, I can't remember who made his. Uh, but ours are just slightly different. Yeah, mine Mine actually came, uh, I don't know if it's a uh, RC Lander maybe or somebody. I can't remember who makes it.
2: But yours definitely has a little bit more oomph than his, huh?
0: Well, he flew both. Um, initially he said, yeah, yours has a little bit more. But then after he flew his for a little bit, he's like, you know, I don't know if that's actually true. You know, they they had about the same. Um, I, he doesn't know whether, because he's got a uh, – They call it a Demon Cortex gyro. They're uber expensive. They're made in Germany, and they're really for big airplanes. But he put the Demon Cortex in his little F-16 Foamy. And we're not really sure if it's something to do with the gyros um, I know no, that. I sa- think it's the LED rings because no. that's, he doesn't have one. <laughs> he is, doesn't have so one. Of I those, think that's
2: no. that must be it. It just definitely gives you a much faster profile. Right, right.
0: Um, I know it sounds weird about the gyros having the effect on the power, but it's just the way they react. You know, I mean, if you send them as they take off and you just point them to the sky, I think they climb out about the same. But um, we're both using the same battery. Everything is the same except for the EDF and, and the. Um, Actually, the uh, ESC is the same as well. So it's just the EDF that's different. And the Good, ring. So it took you a little while to get together, but
2: you're uh, you're happy with the results. Eh?
0: I am. I have about um, 10 flights on it, and um, it flies great. The gyro – the, the hardest thing about this, Jay and Mike, is that uh, the airplane is incredibly fast. So slowing the thing down takes pretty much the whole downwind leg. And um, – then when you get it slowed down, it has a, com- a, a really high alpha on it. It's got, the nose just sits so high in the air. And it's, it's not the norm for me. I mean, you know, normally when I'm flying, I mean, Mike and I have flown together, and, you know, normally I'm a little higher, chop the throttle, kind of do the whole dead stick around. Uh, that is not how you fly this airplane because if you point the nose down, it's going to start accelerating and by the time you cross the fence, you're back up to max speed. You're going to just go right down the runway. <laughs> and there's no forcing <laughs> this thing onto the runway. You, halfway down the runway, it's landing, you know, you're so fast that if you did touch down, it's going to go completely past the end of the runway. Uh, so you might as well just go around and uh, try it again. So slowing the thing down, I had, I had Spencer and I flew at the same time, um, which was difficult on its own because they look identical. Um, but I, I was able to slow the airplane down and get it really nose high, which really seems kind of strange to me. And then you actually have to use the power, uh, to keep the nose in the air coming around. But, uh, you can almost pull the, uh, pull the, the elevator all the way, the stick all the way to the stop. And as long as you have a little bit of power in there, it, it just kind of holds that. And I think that's the gyros doing that, but, um, it's very strange. So anyway, uh, it took me a couple of times to kind of figure out how to get it onto the ground, but. Uh now that I've kind of figured it out, it's super fun. downside to the whole thing. I only get two and a half minutes of flight.
2: two and a half that's it. that's it what know? size battery
0: uh it's a twenty six hundred six cell
2: Oh, okay.
0: We that's tried to go to a I three thousand, but it's just too small. i mean the I'm sorry, the battery's not too small. the battery's too big, but the the little um f- underneath the canopy where the battery sits, it's right. a too tall and b too wide. You'd you'd actually have to carve out foam and then the canopy doesn't fit correct. And it, you've got a lot of weight up front. So the 2600 battery seems to work, but I mean, I I just have to learn more throttle management because you know, when I come down at two and a half minutes, I, I have to get on the ground. I mean, I've pretty much burned up the battery at that point, (laughs) but, um, I did, uh, two go arounds the other day because they had a guy flying a helicopter at the field and i he was making me a little nervous because I just needed to come in and land, and I was still a little fast, and he was flying a helicopter, and I thought, God, man, get that thing out of the way. You know, Spencer what, what came uh, in and landed. Don't your
2: guys at the field have a have a nickname for, the, for that? They call helicopters? <laughs> they call it what? I, I said, don't they have a nickname for that? I don't know. For the, for the helicopters flying at your, fa-
0: your field? Don't they call it the foam chopper? Oh, the, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They do. I'm sorry. Yeah, the foam <laughs> chopper. Uh, yeah, because it's a big 700-size helicopter that he was flying out there. Um, but yeah, with two go arounds when I landed, um, luckily I just kind of held it off and it touched down and went about halfway down the runway. I turned it around, tried to taxi back and it wouldn't, it didn't have enough power to taxi back. <laughs> so I, I I checked my battery. I was down to like 1%. I was like, Oh, it's a brand new battery too. You know? So I was really hoping that, <laughs> oh, wow. uh, you know, that I, I could get it back. Now I will wait, tell wait, you that, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. what's that? Don't, don't you have telemetry in this? Uh, not in that one. No. Oh hmm. no! It's got the aura in it. It doesn't have the telemetry one in it. Well, I th- I thought you had a telemetry.
2: I, I know one of yours, one of these planes we were talking about, had telemetry in it.
0: Yeah, the F-15 and the and the A-10 now have telemetry in them. Okay, because so. that's a perfect example,
2: you know, for using your telemetry. Oh, absolutely. To help you, out, especially for EDFs to to count out or to say, hey, we're actually below. You know, you need to land. You know. Oh, uh,
0: I knew I was below it when I hit two and a half minutes. I mean, for every second yeah. you go over two and a half minutes. You're, I mean, I was literally, every time I fly that airplane, when I come down, the battery's pretty much like right at 15%. Right. Which is pretty low, but um, it's hot. You know, the battery's like smoking hot. So by the time it cools off, you've kind of gained some of that back. But, uh, yeah, as soon as I went over the first go around, I knew I was done. <laughs> was just hoping spencer's <laughs> like you better bring that in now man because when it stops flying it's done you know you're gonna be a, you're gonna be collecting parts out of the desert if you don't get it on the ground and and it, and it doesn't back.
2: glide super well no
0: or, no it doesn't glide at all because you've got to have such a high nose attitude to get it to you know so it comes down like a rock
1: i, I like how uh, spencer soft pedaled that for you too what's that well you know you better get it on the ground otherwise you'll be looking for parts in the desert
0: <laughs> Yeah, i know right <laughs> yeah don't hold anything back spencer <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, appreciate well, but it's true. I mean, you know, I mean, he was right. If I didn't, if if I, there's no way I would have been able to go around again. I mean, if I would have hit the throttle to go around, it would have pitched up and then the engine would have quit and then that would have been it. I mean, it, we, I was landing out in the desert somewhere. So anyway, it's a great airplane. I love it. It's definitely worth the wait. Um, I have a few touch up paint to do and some decal work and then, um, yeah. It's uh, it's a good looking plane.
2: I enjoy flying. Are you out. gonna are are you gonna take that out with you to uh, to your event? Uh, the, the best we of the team?
0: West. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it starts tomorrow. Uh, we're not leaving tomorrow. We're leaving uh, Thursday actually. But um, yeah, it's from the fourth uh, through the seventh. Uh, so it just starts uh, tomorrow and then uh, goes through Sunday. Where's uh, in it? It's in, uh, just outside of Bakersfield, California, and um, Spencer and I are leaving Thursday driving out i think barry's joining us somewhere along uh, in route because uh, we're taking some of his stuff too and then um yeah we'll be out at the best of the west they it's normally a big turbine jet rally so this will be my first one but uh, they do allow edfs there so yes we are taking uh, the f-15 probably i have to i have to talk to spence because they are taking their big you know turbine jets and right. then whatever little hole in the trailer that they have, (laughs) whatever little space they have, uh, I can fit, you know, if I can fit one of my airplanes in there, I will. So uh, I did sign up to be a, you know, active pilot. So uh, we'll see, um, you know, what I can take. So the three EDFs that I have um, are, you know, basically the F-16. That's small enough. I can just stick it in there somewhere. The F-15, if I can, you know, fit it in the A-10, if we have room. So that'll be all three. So you're going to take some
2: uh, gear out there as well? Are you going to give a little bit of reporting?
0: Uh I will. Yep. Or uh taking the um yep, taking the podcast stuff out. I think Spencer and I will probably uh, do a little podcast while we're out there and uh no offense to you guys, but uh um, you know, he and I'll be there and I think Barry will be there too, so I'll uh, grab as much as I can and and uh, we'll talk about it. We've got a little tent set up and and yeah, it's my first one, so we'll uh we'll have to report it. Um it's this weekend, and so hopefully, what two weeks from today? So yeah, we might be able to get it out. Um, uh, you know, right after it happens. So
2: now they realize you have a comp-
0: you know a compulsive
2: disorder, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. I just want to I just want to put that out there. You know, you're going to go out there
0: and you're going to see turban airplanes everywhere. I know, right? Well, I already <laughs> ta- I already talked to Barry and Spencer about that. Uh, I told them I said you know I. I just don't know. I, you know, I might bring a little money out, but uh, I just don't know if I'm ready to buy. You know, some big, huge expense. And they looked at me and said, "Oh, you don't need, you don't need any cash." And I'm like, "Really?" And they said, "No, everybody takes PayPal." Oh, so I can't (laughs) offer to hold
2: your wallet? So no, there's no wallet involved. It's (laughs) just just it's right off my phone, so
0: you can hold my phone because I have PayPal on my phone. And oh boy, and that's the biggest, uh, that's the scariest part of this trip to me. Honestly. And, you're, a, and
2: from what I understand, your your wife's not helping any.
0: Uh, no, she's not helping any either. Um, you know, we're going to uh, we're going out of the country later in uh, November. And so she's trying to build up airline points and, you know, do some stuff on her credit card. So that's what she told me. If you get out there and you decide to build, you know, buy something stupid, you better do it on my credit card so I get flying points out of it. Now there's a woman who's been married to you long enough. <laughs> don't 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 fight
2: trying to stop him from buying the things. If you buy something, you better put it on the card that gets exactly. points, so I can get free. So crap. she can get something out
0: of it too, right? So that's the yeah, way she looks at it. Yeah, exactly. It. Thank you.
1: Hey, I was gonna say I think aircraft manufacturers would be a lot better off if they would include like jewelry with the airplanes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there That's you right. go, right? Like a yeah. little
2: clear set off to the side. Yeah. Ooh, yes. I'll pick up earrings with that jet.
0: <laughs> so w- when I was a kid, I used to sell some stuff, and we called it the WIF, which the uh, wife or wait, WAF, the wife acceptance factor. So guys would come in and look at some really expensive stuff. And would say, "Well, you know, what's the WAF on this?" And they'd go, "What?" I go, "Well, the wife has to accept it. So, what are you getting her? Because you know, this is a guy's toy, and you're you gotta you can't come home with this and say this is for you. It's it's not. It's an outdoor toy. So, uh, guys were like, oh, yeah, I gotta gotta get something for her.' So they'd they'd buy something in pink.
1: I mean, yeah, I was gonna say the gun manufacturers <laughs> they got to figure it out. Just getting, yeah, they do. Yeah, the they Beretta's got that color. pink that pink handle yeah, thing Yeah. And- and Tiffany I know, blue, and not all women like pink candles, but you know they're
0: that's they're, true. they're out there. That's
2: that's very the a, true. The AR market. I mean, look how colorful some of the stuff is out there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, I'll belt. tell
0: you though that my spouse, um, I I wound up actually getting one of those type rifles for kind of our anniversary because we moved out into the desert. You know, we're kind of out here and have acreage, and she's like, "Ah, oh, I need you know, I don't want a coyote jumping the fence. We need something," and I thought something. All right, perfect. You know, so I, I told her I was going to buy her something. And so, uh, I told her, I was like, I brought up these colors, you know, purple and pink and, you know, kind of stuff like that. And she looked at me and she goes, what are you crazy? She goes, if I pull that thing out, I don't want it to look like some Barbie doll looking thing. I want somebody to be shaking in their boots. I want it to look badass." And I was like, okay, well, there we go. <laughs> you know? So yeah, I just have to tell her that I, the new turban that I get is going to have to, you know, look really good too. <laughs>
2: As long as you're getting points, dude. I know, right? I love she's that. She's getting airline points. You're getting, you better be putting on the right card.
0: Yes. Well, you know, because we travel quite a bit, and uh, with those points, she can upgrade to first class. That's why it's important to her. So
2: You didn't marry no fool. I didn't. Sure. No,
0: no. Sure didn't. <laughs> I love <that>. I love <laughs> Don't
2: pay cash. You better put that on the card. I know, right?
0: <laughs> well, that and, uh, you know, the other side of that, too, because she's in the financial world, and you know, she works for the bank that we bank at, and- and uh, she takes care of all, you know, the banking portion of it. So I think this is her way, too, of not only, seeing, not only getting the points but actually being able to see how much I actually spent on whatever toy it was. Because I know coming down the road there's going to be something that's going to be equally <laughs> as costly.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that, that's got some other kind of story behind it, I'm sure of it.
0: Oh, it does. It does. I already went cool. down this road. I tried to buy a Rolex once.
2: Like way oh, back, yeah. You, know, yeah, you might way. as well tell that story. That that's actually kind of funny.
0: Yeah. I, so I was, you know, working and and I was over in Europe and we flew into, Gene- into Geneva, Switzerland, which is actually where the Rolex factory is. And I, you know, it was kind of a thing. If we flew into to Geneva, we went to the Rolex factory, and you kind of came home with a Rolex. And we were living over in Brussels, Belgium, at the time. So I went there, and I was sitting in the Rolex factory with the other guy that I was with, and I had, you know gmt2 it was all silver it was really nice and you know i was doing the conversion on it it was actually at the time you know 30 years ago the conversion was in my favor right now it's a euro it's not but uh you know when they were doing uh swiss francs to american dollar the dollar was really strong and so uh it was gonna you know be largely less expensive than if i was to buy it in the united states anyway long story short uh, i came home without it because it just it just was nagging on me that, you know, my wife's like, yeah, you know, go ahead. Do whatever you need to do. And so when I got home, she's all got her bags packed and she's ready to go. And I'm like, where are we going? She goes, oh, we're we're headed to Antwerp. And I'm like, Antwerp? What's in Antwerp? She goes, the diamond exchange. <laughs> <laughs> so she was like really disheartened when I came home and said, no, I didn't bring the Rolex home because she had already planned the trip that when I got home, we were headed right up from, you know, when I landed, we were going right to Antwerp to buy a diamond and uh I had a feeling it was going to be at least at least what I had spent on the watch. So uh needless to say it took us um a long time and uh I got to love her but uh this is our um we're coming in coming in on our 25th anniversary and so she uh uh just got her um her Antwerp diamond. So good for her. So, yeah.
2: Oh, see? Uh, well, it, now it's the reverse and you can go ahead and get a turban.
0: Uh, Just I'm still paying the on points. a diamond. Thanks. <laughs> oh, oh sorry. All right.
2: <laughs> get back to work, sucker. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. Well, I'm excited about the best of the west. Um, you know, we're gonna do some reporting from there and uh you know. how many it's uh the whole weekend? Starts on Friday. Starts like on Thursday, Yeah, it starts Festival. on Wednesday actually and goes through Sunday. Uh, but we're gonna be there Thursday afternoon, I think. So we'll get there Thursday afternoon, set a you know, stick out of place or whatever and so we'll be there. That all the big flying is done in uh, Friday, Saturday, and then we'll uh, and Sunday morning. I think we'll come home Sunday. But I'm excited. Good. It's the first kind. It's the it. first jet rally I think I've ever been to, and you know which is weird because they're right down the road for me normally. Here in right. Arizona, uh, what
2: what what is that one? It's in Tucson.
0: Yeah, it's a Tucson Jet Rally, or Je- yeah, yeah I think that's what It's Tucson Jet Rally. Because they had one
2: right after I was out there last time, I think. Yes, nice and actually, you we were supposed go, to. Were like, yeah, I was a, actually to supposed to
0: go. One of the guys from my flying field, Phil, he uh, he went down there. Um, he luckily did not come back with anything, but can't say that if I would have gone with him, that would have been the case. <laughs> so, but yeah, <laughs> well, the good so, thing—the
2: uh, good thing that's kept you out of it actually has been your ignorance. So your very downfall true. is that you met Spencer and Barry, who are yes. highly knowledgeable and helpful guys and that's just jammed you up. Yes, that is a very good point. Very good point. <laughs> they know what they're talking about, can definitely steer you in the right direction.
0: Well, and they have multiple themselves, you know. I mean, it's one yeah, thing exactly. when, had, when you have what, two or three, you know, Spencer had, what, four turbines at one time. So when he's got all of those and, you know, building and selling and buying and, or buying and selling a building, it's, you know, it it kind of, he, he kind of moved up through the ranks and, you know, he's got some large airplanes, um, electrics and gas. So, so it's good for me to learn because I'm, you know, I've been flying electrics for a long time, long time. Yeah. And, well, uh, you've
2: been flying a couple other things with these guys too, right? I uh, have. have you yeah. A chance to fly Turman yet? Flying, you know, Buddy Box with them or
0: not you know? yet? No, because they're <clears throat> so. So the good news and bad news is that is that all these guys are putting their airplanes together for the best of the West, not really wanting to give me the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> well, before, understandable before the show, you know, because <laughs> I As you I don't want to hey, buy a new one when I get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here, just take it out. However, you know, they do throw me the radio for the uh, the big 30, uh, third percenters or you know thirty three percenter stuff. I've flown all of all of the thirty three percent gas three D airplanes. Yeah. So, what would you think about that?
2: Because I mean, you until now you never you have never flown a gas plane before.
0: Uh, affirmative. That's correct. Yeah. Or a slimer, gas, whatever. That's true. Motor, actual engine. Have you flown one of those, Mike? Yes, I have. Have you flown a gasser as well?
1: I have. I've flown control line gas planes. How about that?
0: Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. As well as RC. What's the biggest one you've flown?
1: Uh, RC? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's probably like a SPAD or something like that. You know what a SPAD is? Oh, one
0: of the SPADs. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Well the, the two that I've flown, uh Spencer's is a hundred and five inch wingspan. So it's pretty large. It has a DA one hundred or something like that. I don't think it's a DA, but whatever it has on it is a one hundred so, or one. So how did that feel? Uh very big. <laughs>
2: You know, when they when he just <laughs> hand you the controller, here you go, man. Oh yeah, I think that switch flicks that and it does something. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah.
0: What? Well, <laughs> it's funny because I've uh, you know I've flown several now, and and the guys will say, here, come fly this." It's normally it's already in the air. Um, exactly. And you know, it's just kind of cruising around, and they hand it to me with uh, with low rates because they're afraid. You know, they're like, "Okay, well, it's in low rates, so just get used to it." Well, despite how big the airplane is, low rates is low. I mean, it feels very hard to control with low rates. It doesn't quite do, you know, that, that size of airplane, you need a lot of real estate to cover, uh, it mm-hmm. co- or it covers a lot of real estate. So you need a lot of area. And when I have, um, you know, the sticks and I'm, I'm in a low, uh, rates, it doesn't feel, you know, it takes even longer to move it around. So I'm constantly going, oh, man, you know, where's the high rate button on this thing? And they'll come over and flip it. And once I get into high rates, I don't have to use the whole rates, but at least it gives me that, you know, ability. So when I get used to it, now I can, you know, flip it over and tumble it and knife edge spin it and, you know, do all that kind of stuff. So the two things that uh, I think I have mentioned in an earlier podcast maybe, but um, the lag is really strange to me. So when it I when lag, I give it the it gas... Lag um you know I, I i give it the gas and you don't hear you, first you don't see it immediately do anything and then secondly you don't hear anything until it catches up to it and then the airplane's like screaming vertical and you're like whoa you know because <laughs> it's it's not like an electric electric you have instant power and you instantly hear because it's close to you you instantly hear the change in pitch. oh oh i see what you mean like this power thing power is flying lag, yeah. you know three or four what's that
1: you're talking about power lag
0: Yes, the yeah. power lag. And then, know. and then there's so the like sound if you came in, too, you're right? at idle. Yes, there's a sound lag too, right? So if you came in, you know, you're. I don't really fly it like right above the ground because it's expensive and I don't have to buy a new one. But, <laughs> Good choice, Mike. You know, so I fly you know one or two mistakes high. Well, that's a little bit higher uh, than I fly the electric. So then when I do stab the power, or, you know, just go full throttle, it takes a second, and then it comes in, and then you hear the sound like a second and a half later. So that was kind of strange to me. Um, the amazing part about, uh, flying things that size is just the controllability on them is amazing. You know, they fly more like a real airplane and I fly real airplanes, so I can do more with them. Um, you know, they, they, they kind of react a little bit similar to what I'm used to flying. I'm just not inside it. So they tail slide beautifully where the electric ones don't, don't really do that because when you stop the prop or you pull the power off, you don't, you still don't have this motoring prop up there. So it has a tendency to flop one way or the other, but these little tail slide real well. They snap really impressively. Uh, they fly inverted. Uh, it's amazing, you know, because I mean, there's hardly any. They're so big that, you know, you don't really have to do much to them. Uh, they spin more correctly. They're not quite as fast. And um, thanks to some of the guys out of the field that let me fly their airplanes, they stand next to me and go, oh, do this, do this, you know, put the sticks here, put the sticks here. And so I've, I've learned a couple of maneuvers that I that I've done with these airplanes that I, I normally have never done before. Like they have one called a, I think he calls, um, Bryce called it a pop top. And I, I I've never, I've never really done one of those before, <laughs> but, Okay, explain. but it, it, it it's amazing. It's, um, the reason they call it a pop top is because when you, if you had a pop with those, um, you know, like a bottle, like an old root beer bottle or Sprite bottle, if you flip the bot, if you flip the top over the the top kind of tumbles, and it's, right. okay. it's sure. so it's spinning and tumbling at the same time uh, so the way you do this uh, if you have a foamy it, it, it may work I don't know I haven't tried it on my foamy but I'll have to but with these big airplanes you come in at full throttle left to right right to left whatever but you're level and then you take both sticks and go towards each other into the into the the corners does that make sense?
2: Okay. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, uh, trying to visualize that.
0: Right. So if you have your stick, um, let's just say you had your sticks, you know, your radio in your hand, push push both of the sticks together, like push your thumbs together, sure, and then push up that corner right there. So you're oh, going okay. from a cent, you're going from the center here to a 45 degree together. So they look like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't see it, but but. Yeah. You know, they're both on the inside. At first, when I did it, I did it opposite because he said, just go to the corners. So I went to the corners like you would, you know, both to the outside. He goes, What was that? I go, I don't know. (laughs) You told me to go to the outside. He goes, He looked down at my hand. He goes, No, 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 no. To the inside. You go to the inside corners, both simultaneously inside corners. And I'm like, Oh. So, yeah, it actually, believe it or not, it puts, um, let's see if I can see what that does. If you, if you go to the inside corners, you go that's full throttle and full right rudder. Rudder, right. And then full down elevator and full left aileron. So if you can follow that, that's you're just going to push them both and it happens so fast that the airplane as because you're full throttle already and you're going to the corner you're going to the inside corners like that, it basically tumbles the airplane over the nose and the aileron rolls it, and it's spinning at the same time. So it flips off. It it goes from straight and level and flips into this spinning top. Okay, so so how do you recover from that? Like those sticks. No, Okay. And it, it just comes out inverted, like an inverted. It's almost like an inverted flat spin almost, or it seems like it. But it's a tumbling inverted flat spin, if that makes sense. That's bizarre. So, yeah, if you so come out, if you come back to neutral and then pull the power off, the airplane loses energy because it's, a, it's um, a gyro maneuver. So you're, mm-hmm. using a, you're using the gyro of the airplane, and once you get rid of the gyro, it just it just comes out, and then the nose points to the ground, and you roll it around and pull out the bottom.
2: So it kind of sounds a little bit like uh, some of the stuff we do at the Tough Wings when we Correct. tumble in.
0: That is correct. And then everybody always goes, "Wow,
2: how did you how did you know where to come out of that?" And I go, "Oh, I had no idea. I just pull back on it until it
0: comes comes out of." And 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 believe it or not, in the real airplane, they they have a maneuver called a a lamshavak, and uh, it's it's the same thing. You know, you're you're putting the airplane into a gyroscopic maneuver. You tumble the airplane, and basically, it starts with energy and ends with the when, when you run out of energy. And then the airplane is just literally out of energy and you let the nose fall through and then correct it and then just pull out. So. Anyway, it's great. So,
2: hey buddy, I, I hate to mention it, but I think our hours up. I
0: think it is too and we didn't even get to your airplanes. That's a bummer. Eh,
2: we need something to talk about next week. I know, right.
0: Or two weeks. And plus like, I will
2: give me more time to play with it. That's <laughs> <'Cause> I I <laughs> That's ran right. out to the field today. Well, we've ooh, talked right about it before we, I came in the studio just so I could talk about it. Really? I can wait. I could well, wait.
0: There you go. You can play with it some more. Well, you know, we've talked about the F sixteen and and build this build process, and now I've actually got to fly it and maiden it and and all that good stuff. And then, okay, you know. I have a question. Sure.
1: Um. So you talked about the F fifteen and the F sixteen. Correct. Uh, how many Fs do you have?
0: <laughs> how many Fs do I have? <laughs> you have F thirteen, fourteen. Uh. Let's see. I had uh an F eighteen, an F sixteen, an F fifteen. Uh, you still I have another 15. F-15 in the GWS style. I have a, a T-50, which is, is really... That's not an F. should be an F-50, but it's not an F, but <laughs> it's T 50 T-50. Uh, let's see, what else do I have? Um, that's, well, that's it, I guess. Your that's a lot of Fs. I, mean, I have an A-10 and an A-4, so those are both yep. A's, but uh, they're both EDFs. But yeah, the F stands for fighter, usually. It's an F designation. But anyway... You have your. Uh, the uh, L39. Oh, I do have an L39 too, but it's, that's the okay, micro. Uh, well, that's uh,
2: you guys are off topic.
0: <laughs> so how many Fs do you have? I have a lot of Fs. And now we're off and topic. And don't forget
2: the rest of the GWs that you just have in boxes you haven't even built yet. Yeah, that's now uh, our Fs. Yeah, so a couple of those too. Just got a couple, so. more than yeah, one. I do.
0: I have the EDF sitting in the other room for that one, actually. Just, just pick that up as well. How many Fs do you have, Mike? Zero. <laughs> Zero. I hey, have, Jay, that, you I, have, have EF, a, I have
1: a jet-looking plane, but it's not an F. Some, you know, you was yeah. I, you know,
0: I don't know why I caught the uh, EDF bug. I, I don't know why I did. I mean, I've had EDFs, but they've always been like little park flyers. Really? You, you
2: don't know why? Uh, yeah, you really? I
0: do really. Dude, I, that, we don't have enough time for that for this
2: next real we'll talk. About <laughs> I, I have that EDF exactly. uh,
1: tame cat. I, I'm. I need to put that together because I think that'll be fun. Because I, I really did like my tame cat. My other team captain oh, the, ED, right. the EDF will be even better because then I won't hit the prop on the grass.
2: That's true. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well,
1: and now that I have a runway, I won't do that anyway. But but aside from that, I will hit the run prop on the
0: right. grass. Right. Well, that's awesome. Well, I uh, guess the next time we uh talk to everybody, uh we'll hopefully have some uh footage for our, some audio from the, the best in the west. And um And where if somebody was looking at this or wanted to see it, where would they go to see it, Mike? Um, that's a good question. The
2: best in the west oh, oh, uh, I know. Facebook page. What's that? The Facebook page. Oh what is it there, AK Mike? <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> uh, how about how about our
0: Facebook page? Yeah. Uh they could go to our Facebook page. The Facebook page I- I'll, I'll is good. I've heard the Facebook uh.
1: page has pictures on it.
0: Yes, exactly. there are pictures. I um, so you guys need to go ahead and post some stuff on there too. I uh, yes, I've we been do. trying to post more. I know we're a bunch of old guys and we're not really you know tech savvy as far as the eh, Facebook what? Facebook thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like, kind of like oh man Facebook, but now I actually have it on my phone, so I can just go on there while we're out of the field and post. I posted. A you couple know what's videos. really funny what's because up? what do we do with
2: each other when we're doing our little projects? We're constantly you know, sending pictures to each other. Hey, look what I'm doing. Hey, oh, yeah,
0: via this. the text and everything, our emails or text. It's crazy. But we should just so. put it on Facebook. So, Yeah. So, yeah, go onto the Facebook page for the Park Flyer podcast, and, uh, yeah, both of you guys can go on there and uh, post something. If you're listening to our podcast, we'd love to uh, have you on there as well. Uh, yeah, post please some... give us some uh, ideas for, yeah. uh, for future shows. Absolutely. Things you'd like to hear. Exactly. I think, actually, uh, you know, the last uh, stuff, some of the last stuff I posted on there was uh, from Doug and um he uh some of his guys posted some photos on there, so they got the Man, I saw that um the stuff from the what do they call it the uh wings over springs that's what it is, yep had a brain lapse there for a second, and they uh remember he talked about the uh aircraft, the airplane display that they came over and did this uh, display, so yeah. they took some photos, so those are on there as well that's kind of cool so and, um are uh, a so video too
1: so I think wasn't there a post from on Facebook that someone wanted to hear jay do engine noises or something <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah, there you go. I don't know if they I don't remember that but yeah. Let's let's He's hear the a... Texan Jay. <laughs> <laughs> the Texan. <laughs> well uh give us something for uh next uh next podcast. You said what were the two uh gliders you picked up? Oh, I picked up uh one from Uni- uh unique. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's called the U glider.
2: Okay. It's kind of a DLG looking type of glider. Uh, the other one, like you had mentioned, was the uh, Volente, uh, uh ASW-28. Um, so, we have some Phoenix 2000s from the same company. So, this one's a little bit, you know, 2.6 meter wing, a little bit bigger. Uh, like I said, I just flew it, and it definitely likes the glide. It, it glides way better than the 2000, but it doesn't have as much control. Ooh. So, just preliminary, just trying it out. Sure. So well, maybe after I fly out a couple more times, we'll figure that out.
0: Well, oh, perfect. Well, good. But awesome glider. All right. We're looking for a report on that. So, Ooh, You'll get one. Well, thanks for joining us this uh, week on the Park Flyer Podcast. We appreciate your patronage. Patronage. It's hard to say, actually. <laughs>
2: patronage.
0: I'm not um, going to say it. I know, right? And, I'll uh, make a new word.
1: I'll say and, it when I get some money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mike, I was uh, thinking, I was thinking that when you go there I think that there's enough money in petty cash That you could probably buy um, your your EDF that you want
0: Oh, you think so? Well, look yeah, in we'll there see.
1: and see what you can bring with you And then see what you get
0: out of that. I gotcha, okay. alright We'll give it a try, see, what's, uh, see what we wind up with uh, Who knows?
1: Well, <laughs> whether it'll be the plastic one filled with plastic Or whether it'll yes. actually have a wheel on it
0: there you go. Either one will work. <laughs> one wheel and half a wing. I just buy parts. I come home. That's it. Be like Legos. That's what I should do. Uh, uh, I'll come back from the best of the West with a Lego. <laughs> That'll one. be
1: a Lego EDF plane.
0: That's right. Lego EDF. it would be kind of like an F-4. You put
2: enough thrust behind it. it you make a fly. make a rock fly. Maybe. Actually, that sounds like
1: a great uh, <laughs> Flight Fest plane. It's like make a plane out of Legos with the EDF. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. So, and that, that, that's that's
0: actually match. coming up too, right? The uh, E-Fest down in Texas that you guys. Yes, are doing, yeah, it's yeah, in November. November. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So very cool. We'll have some more stuff to talk about. Yeah. Man, this year's flying by. November, it December, is. and wow, we're in season four already. We've got some new players on the uh, horizon there. We can get involved, and it's going to be a good, uh, good, a good year. Well, our hour is up. Man, I appreciate you guys joining me. I can't believe I uh, did all the talking, but you know how it goes.
2: Yeah, it's not the first time this has happened. I know, right? <laughs> okay, know there are two other people on the show. Yeah, well, you wouldn't <laughs> think.
0: <laughs> you wouldn't think. There are. <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks for joining us uh, this week. We'll see you in two weeks on the Park Fire Podcast from here in Arizona. I'm Michael. And from the hills of Texas, I'm Jay
2: and
1: A.K. Mike in Texas. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.